If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey there, so before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about two new services that I'm offering that can really help you as you are starting your business. So these are specifically for you if you are a new entrepreneur setting up your online business, but you're stuck, you've got something on your heart that you know that God is calling you to do, but when it comes to figuring out exactly how to make that happen, you're feeling a little lost. So I'm here to support you. Um, This can be a really frustrating phase of your business and I want to help you. So I've created these two new options for you. So for the first one, it's perfect if you're wanting to work through the strategy behind something specific in your business, like how to start growing your email list or how a website fits in your business model, that kind of stuff. And so that would be a strategy session where over the course of 90 minutes, one-on-one with me, we'll work through what's best for your business and you'll walk away with clarity and an action plan. So if that sounds good to get that, go to mamawiththecalling.com slash strategy. And for the second option, It's perfect if you're looking to make sure that you're actually creating an online business that aligns with where God is leading you and you want to start making your first dollars online. You want to start making money. Then this is the Purposeful and Profitable Business Mentorship and this might just be perfect for you. So in this three-month program, you'll create a foundation that will draw in your ideal clients and customers and you'll start creating that passive income. And I know you want to start a business and you've got something on your heart, but if you're feeling confused with all of the online business jargon and all the tech, then this mentorship might just be a great option to help you really set the foundation and get going in your business so you can start seeing that it is possible to make money online doing the thing that God's calling you to do. And so to check that out, um, go to mamawiththecalling.com slash mentorship. And I can't wait to get on a call with you and help you as you're pursuing your calling to have an online business. So with that, thank you for listening. I can't wait to support you. And let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. This is Alexia. It's been a while since I've actually put out an episode. And that's because I was really in a place where I was trying to pray about the content that I should put here and really just getting back in touch with where God's calling me in my business and how to best serve you guys. And today I have an episode that I think is really valuable, but I also think it might be a little hard to hear. So stick with me. I think it's so, so important to um, really take to heart what I'm going to say today, because this is something that literally happened to me. 
and I have to walk through this just like anybody else. And I think it's, it's in particular important for you as a new entrepreneur, as you're pursuing your business and as you're pursuing where God is calling you, these things will happen and you have to be ready. So I'm acting kind of elusive. So let's, let's dive in. So the story that kind of backs this up is that I have known for a while that God is calling me to help you, right? He's calling me to help women be able to leave their jobs, be able to step into a calling where they're feeling called to business online in particular, like it's very specific, (laughs) but I just feel this passion that I am supposed to help women fully step into this calling and to be able to let go of all the guilt and shame, et cetera, from keeping their jobs. They can be home with their kids and make the impact in the world they want to make. So I felt really clear on that. But I also have this background in in science, right? I have a PhD in cancer biology. Um, I have a background in teaching, all of these things. So lately, over the past few months, I would say, maybe the past month or so, I have been, I've ran into three separate situations. And this is what prompted me to do this podcast episode, uh, was the third event happened yesterday. So I kept getting things put in front of me where it looks like, I'm supposed to go back into the science world. So like I said, I know that God's not calling me to science. Yet I had an old colleague out of the blue ask me to write a science paper with him and he was going to pay me a good amount of money for that. Then I went on to Upwork because one of the things I do is that I do technical services and I build websites for people. And sometimes I will go on to Upwork and just kind of poke around and see what anybody might need. And I found an, an, uh, an opening for a biotech company needing someone to do a tech tutorial. And I was like, great, I can do that. I do those all the time for courses and stuff that I've created. So let me just put in an offer for this. Well, when I get on the call with her, it turns into a totally different project. And I found myself in a position where suddenly I could have a job with this company if I wanted, because it's basically marketing, blogging, writing things online, but with a science slant to it. So then I was like, at first I was like, is this a way that God is providing? If I have just this one job, then I don't have to worry about anything else. And I can just focus on serving women through my coaching services. Right. And I was like feeling a little uneasy about it, but I said, yes. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Talk with my husband. And he encouraged me to do that. Then yesterday, out of all the people that could text me, my husband's aunt texts me. She doesn't ever text me. I don't even really talk to her that much. Then out of the blue, she sends me a link to a job that is to be a biology professor. I was like, okay, what is going on? (laughs) What is happening? And I was like, is this God asking me to pivot, but I don't think it makes sense. Or is this something else? So I brought it to God and I was praying through it this morning and I realized that I think this is to not only strengthen me, but also to share with you this exact episode, because I am in a position where I have said, yes, God, I am here to help lead other women as they're pursuing their businesses. And so sometimes he does things like this, like gives me a message to share with you. And the message is that sometimes the enemy is going to want to distract you 
so that you're not going to keep doing the work that he wants you to do, that God wants you to do. Because if you are distracted, defeated, or discouraged, do you think you're going to show up and do the things that God wants you to do? Probably not. It's so easy to fall into the temptation of a job, of the money, of the security, of the stepping back into your comfort zone, going back to the thing that people gave you praise for before, you know, it was your career, it was your degree, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in today's episode, I wanted to kind of talk about this. Like, what do you do when something comes up? It feels out of the blue. It might be a new opportunity. And you're wondering, is this God? Should I, is this God leading me this way? Or is this something else? Like, what do I do with this? And first I want to talk about how we may have actually been conditioned to kind of not listen to God and hear me out on this, but I think that it's, it's really true in so many ways. And and I'll share more about that. And then I want to give you, I want to bring that awareness to you to kind of show you what that might've looked like in your life without even meaning to. I mean, it's not like we're saying we don't believe in God. Of course we do, but it's sort of super subtle, right? The enemy works that way. It's super, super subtle where you may have started to Stop listening to God and stop hearing God and stop seeking him out without even meaning to. So I want to bring that to your attention. And then I want to talk about five things that you can do to start leaning back in and learning how to hear from God in every part of your life, but especially in your business. Because as you start to step out and do the things that God's calling you to do, the enemy does not want you to do that, right? He doesn't want you to make the impact. He doesn't want you to help the people. He doesn't want you to to lift people up and encourage people. He doesn't want you to do any of that. So he's going to do everything he can to stop you. And that might mean putting a temptation in front of you, like a secure, safe job or, you know, something like that. And you have to know when that's a temptation versus when that's God asking you to pivot. So the sneaky thing about a job, something like this, is that it feels logical, right? That It feels logical for something like this to come your way. These opportunities that align with your training and with your background, or they make sense to the world. Like, you know, you used to be a a doctor, so another position comes up, or you used to teach, and then suddenly this substitute teaching position comes up, or something like that. It seems very logical. It, It you fit back in with the way the world thinks you should do, right? You should have a nine to five. The world doesn't understand you being an entrepreneur and being at home with your kids and quote unquote, throwing away your career. They don't understand it, but they don't have to understand it. And we forget that sometimes. And when something pops up like this, it can feel very tempting, right? But you know that this opportunity, this new thing isn't in alignment with where God has your heart. In those moments, you have to make sure you're praying about it because maybe God is asking you to pivot, right? That's totally possible. Um, But also to see if you're actually letting things like safety and security and comfort of a job lure you away from the hard stuff because God asks you to do this and you're going to feel very strongly that you should do this thing, you know, your calling. But at the same time, he didn't say it's going to be easy. Like it's going to, it might be hard. And sometimes we think, well, you know, the opportunity keeps presenting itself. And for me, it happened three times, three separate times, something came up for me. And that's when I knew that God was trying to say something, something was happening, right? 
And literally when I put it to God, I said, but it keeps showing up. Like, is it, what does that mean? And I felt like he said, what does the enemy want? He wants to distract, discourage, and defeat you. And just because something shows up doesn't mean it's the option you should choose. And this reminds me of Jesus getting tempted in the wilderness, right? The enemy, um, Satan, tempted Jesus in the wilderness three times. And he used scripture and he twisted it around and he made he made it sound really good if Jesus chose those options. And so the same thing can happen to us, that it sounds really good. It feels like it's really the right thing you should do, but it's not. It's a distraction. And this is where knowing what God is saying to you and recognizing that God is calling you into this path so that when something else comes up, you can see very clearly that it's not at all related. It's not the way you're supposed to go. So when something like this comes up, I want you to ask yourself the reason that you're considering it in the first place, right? Is it that it's easier? Is it that the money is there? Is it logical and that people will stop pushing back and asking you why you're no longer in your career anymore? Also ask yourself, what would happen to your current effort of pursuing what God is calling you to do if you take this new opportunity? Will it take away time from doing what God's asking you to do? Will it mean that you can't focus on it the way you know that you should? Every time we make a decision based on self-preservation or we make a decision based on our own ability and our own ideas and we're listening to our own fear of rejection versus the fear of not listening to God, we are actually slowly hardening our hearts and making it harder and harder to hear from God and be led by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, this isn't a hardening of like being mean. It just means that we're basically training ourselves to not listen to God. And when I realized this, I was like, whoa, that's not good. (laughs) That is not good. I need to be able to hear from God. I want to hear from God. But slowly but surely, we condition ourselves to stop listening to God. And this is what happens when we are so used to living a life that's based on what we want, what keeps us safe, what's logical, both to our human minds and to the world standards. So an example of this is in Matthew 13, 14 through 15. Here, Jesus actually tells us exactly what it looks like. And this is what he says. He says, Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, you will listen and listen, but never understand. You will look and look, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown callous. Their ears are hard of hearing and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn back and I would heal them. And over time of not looking for God, not trying to listen to God, basically going on our own understanding and choosing things that make sense and that keep us safe and all of that, we stop learning how to hear what God's asking us to do. And it's not, like I said, it's not that we're trying to be like bad people. It's just that in the world today, that makes sense. It makes sense. If you don't have God in your life to guide you and lead you, it makes sense to pick things that are logical. It makes sense that you wouldn't just um, make a decision without all the data, right? You'd have not a lot of risk involved, things like that. And so if you were, um, for me, for 10 years of my life, when I went to grad school and, and after grad school, I really kind of drifted away from God. And it was like, I prayed about what I should do with my life at the time. 
um, of when I graduated college. And then it was like, okay, God, thanks. And I just kind of left it there. I wasn't seeking his input on any other decision I made. I wasn't praying over what things that I should do with my career and my life. And honestly, I had gotten in, you know, I was in grad school where it's a very academic scientific community. So making choices based on faith or making choices based on anything other than logic was basically like trained out of me, right? And we wonder why we can't figure out what God's asking us to do, why we can't figure out what to do in our business or why the choices that we keep making aren't leading anywhere. And it's because we've spent so long making choices without seeking God's input or truly letting the spirit lead us. And this can be subtle, right? It can be constant disobedience without even meaning to be disobedient. So maybe God has been putting something on your heart over and over and over. And for so long, you just ignored it. And over time, when you keep ignoring those promptings of God, you learn to just start to dismiss them, right? As you're not listening, you're tuning it out. So you're actually sort of hardening your yourself to be able to hear from those promptings. Or maybe it's actually that you're choosing, or maybe it's actually that you've chosen not to even listen for God prompting you in the first place. I know that was me. I wasn't seeking out God's answer. Again, this makes sense in our world, especially in the um, highly educated, you know, academic setting you aren't seeking God's opinion in the first place. So maybe it's actually that you're choosing not to listen for where God is prompting you in the first place. Because in your career, you've been trained to just make decisions based on logic and what feels right and what's the next step. And there's a corporate ladder and all of that. So when it comes to your business, maybe you aren't actually seeking God's opinion in the first place. You might be praying for God to bless the business, right? And to bring prosperity and things. But to really seek God first before you take action, that looks different, right? Because that means that you would be acting on something that might be a little illogical to the world. And over time, we basically trained ourselves to only make choices based on what makes sense and has little risk. So no wonder it's challenging for us to start trying to hear from God in our business. So how do we soften our hearts then? How do we learn to hear from God. Cause I know that sounds kind of like doom and gloom, but I think it's true. I mean, I really do. I know that that was, that was a hundred percent me. I came to a place where I was like, God, what should I do with my business? And where are you calling me? And I felt like I had no clue. And it took me a while, like months and months of praying and really trying to understand how can I hear from God? How do I know what he's calling me to? And it wasn't until I really done these next five things that I'm going to tell you about that I started to be able to hear where God was calling me because my heart was hardened. And I was like, I make decisions based on I'm not going to fail. What's going to make money? What's the logical thing? What's going to bring me six figures? What does the internet say I should do? What is the best, like the smartest way to do this business, right? It was very logical. It was, how can I make products? How can I make courses? How can I do the things that the internet world says I should do? And so I can make the most money so that I can, they say I can make $50,000 a month. What? I'm here for it, right? And it's like, that's all I was thinking. But I knew it didn't feel good either. I knew it wasn't right. I'm not saying money's bad, but it just chasing money wasn't in alignment either. And I knew something was there. And when I started to really think and pray and ask, why can't, why can't I just trust God? Like what's holding me back here? And I realized it was because I 
was protecting myself and my pride and um, my security and all of that. I wasn't truly stepping out in faith. I probably said this a million times, but I remember telling my friend that if I knew that it was going to work out, then I would step out in faith. (laughs) That's not how it works, right? So how do we soften our hearts and learn to really hear from God and know what this prompting of the Holy Spirit feels like and sounds like? How do you know what it feels like to have God leading you or God calling you? And the Holy Spirit, right? If you are a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you and it says he will guide you. So how do we know though when he's guiding us? And really we have to start practicing by taking action and practicing some spiritual discipline. So I feel like discipline can come off as a bad word, but discipline means doing things that we might not want to do in the moment that we know that we should do and we know that it's good for us. So here are the five things. So number one, prayer. So praying over your decisions and having this conversation with God, getting your heart in the place where you are creating this habit. And I don't mean habit as in like mindless habit, but I mean really a habit of I have a big decision to make. I'm bringing it to God. I'm asking his input and I'm going to start praying over the decisions in my life. You know, who should, who is the person I'm called to help? What should my business look like? Where are you asking me to go, God? And like I was saying, when something comes up, when you are facing this resistance and a random job opportunity pops up and it's very tempting because it's got a really great salary or whatever it is, bring it to God, pray about it, get into that habit so that you can know that what you're doing is honoring God and that you're not just following wherever you want to go. Number two, listen for God's reply. So a lot of times we pray and it's like we think that God's not going to answer us or we don't even expect it, but we should expect him to reply. I was reminded of Elijah in the Old Testament. I don't know where. I think it's in 1 Samuel where he was expecting to hear from God. He had, he was basically, you know, being chased out of town and everybody wanted to kill him. And he up on this mountain and he's very distraught and he, an angel comes to him and says, the Lord is going to speak to you. And it, and Elijah's listening. He's expecting God to speak. And it wasn't in the wind and it wasn't in an earthquake and it wasn't in fire. It was a whisper. And Elijah would have missed it had he not had his ears perked and ready to hear from God, right? And so, of course, we can't demand that God answer us when we say, but he does want to speak to you. He does want to guide us. So it's not like he's withholding information just to watch us fumble around, you know? He loves us and wants to continue to guide us and lead us. And he wants us to come to him, to draw near to him and to seek him, to seek his guidance and and input on our lives. And sometimes he will answer you right then and there. I mean, that's happened to me where I'm praying about it and I hear it, but I have to be quiet. (laughs) You have to be silent a little bit when you're praying and really expect and try to listen for what God's saying to you. And that's hard for me because I just want to keep jibber jabbering, but I can't hear a whisper from God if I'm talking the whole time, right? If I have all these thoughts and I'm doing all this stuff. And again, this is a discipline because to make myself stop thinking and stop talking. (laughs) Um, But that has been amazing when I've done that. And I've sat in silence with God. That has been really an amazing experience. And sometimes God will speak when you journal. So this is another one that works really well for me because I can't have my thoughts bounce all over the place if I'm only able to write one sentence at a time. (laughs) So when you're writing things out, I will literally write questions like, God, why is this happening? 
And sometimes the next thought is almost like an answer. And it's amazing what comes out when I do that. It's like a prayer. It's like journaling a prayer to God that I am, you know, asking my questions, writing my concerns back and forth, back and forth. That's where this podcast episode came from. It was me back and forth, back and forth with God. And actually, as I was writing this down, I was writing down one part of this and I glance over at, I had, I've been reading through Romans, like unrelated to this. I just had been reading through Romans and I laid it, I had opened it to prepare to read it. And, but I was journaling first and I kind of looked over and saw about the hardening of the heart. And it was like, God just showed me this, that this is what is happening. We don't know how to know when God's calling us versus when we're being tempted. And it was like, I mean, I couldn't even have planned that. <laughs> like, It was just amazing. Okay. So when you're journaling, it's a, another great way. And sometimes God will actually speak to you when you're going about your day and you least expect it when you're on a walk. I've talked about that before, but when I go on like a nature walk, it's like, wow, like God can speak to you or I'm doing the dishes or I'm doing some laundry or whatever it is. And sometimes God will speak to you in that in, through your kids. That happens to me all the time. Like my son is doing something crazy and I'm like, why don't you just listen to what I say? And I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that makes sense. So sometimes he can speak through your children, but know that he will answer you, right? God is going to answer you. If you're praying and you're asking and you're seeking, he will answer, but it might not be in your time, right? So trusting that God will answer in his time, in the right time. So number three, taking the action that you're actually feeling led to do. So this is huge, right? This is the big moment because it's one thing to hear from God, but it's a whole other thing to actually do what you think you're hearing. So because now you are saying that you actually have faith in this thing that God's prompting you to do and that you're going to do it, even if you don't understand it, you're going to walk anyway, you're going to walk that way. And at first you might not totally be following the spirit, even though you're trying, because remember, you've been following your own prompting for so long that you might not even know what the spirit sounds like, but that's the ultimate point here, right? Clarity comes with action. I'm sure you've heard that. And what'll happen is that as you listen more and more to these promptings that you're praying about it, you're seeking God's guidance and you follow where you think he's calling you, you'll start to get a sense of what's actually you and what's actually the spirit. So if it's you, it might be selfish or fear-based or you're protecting something or you're, it's a prideful decision. Like you don't want to look silly or stupid, that kind of thing. And if it's from the spirit, it might be that it's out of your comfort zone, but you also feel really strongly that you should do something, even though you don't understand it. Right. And so learning over time how to do that. And then if God, if you're praying to God to lead you, he's, and you step out in that direction, don't have a fear that like, oh no, like this is a, this is a thing to think about. Right. Cause I've been here. Don't have so much. I, I don't want you to have so much fear over the decision that you are like, is this me or is this God? Is this me or is this God? Like just back and forth, back and forth. Pray about it and know that if you're asking God to guide you, he's going to guide you. And that even if you step out in a direction that was all about you, then he, it's not like the world's over, right? You are learning. God is going to lead you back. He's going to give you a lesson. He's going to show you how he's speaking to you. So number four is to read examples of how God has led people in the Bible. So for me, I wanted to learn, like I spent, I've spent a lot of time and I continue to do this. When I read the Bible, I'm like, who is God? 
how does he show up? How does he talk to people? How does he lead and guide people? And then I think about it from the person's perspective that I'm reading about, like how it must have felt for them to listen to what God's asking them to do. And then for them to actually do it, like if if it sounds crazy or that people would laugh at them or that a lot is on the line, a lot is at stake and, and looking at how God encourages them or how he leads them and how they respond, like just sort of noticing that because he puts it right there for you, right? It's already in the Bible for you. He's already showing you what it looks like. We just have to study it and to pay attention. So some good examples of that are like Joshua, um, Moses, which I've done an episode on that. I think it was episode six. And then Paul. So a lot of things Paul did, right? It might've seemed kind of crazy. Um, In Acts, I think it's Acts 15. Um, Paul talks about like having to decide where to go. Where is he going to travel to? How does he decide? And you'll see that the Holy Spirit guides him through that. And if we pay attention, we can kind of get some of that for our own life. And number five is to keep practicing because this is not going to happen overnight. And I need you to understand and know that and give yourself grace. Of course, God knows your heart and it pleases him when you have your heart set on him and all good things, right? So keep developing this part of you because perseverance and continuing to try to learn how to hear from God and making the mistakes, but still continuing on, that's building character. And this is going to develop you into the person that God needs you to be to truly step into your calling because you can't do the great things that God's calling you to do if you can't hear what God's calling you to do, (laughs) if you are actually, you know, not able to hear from him. So I hope that this is encouraging to you and brings to light how you can hear from God, because when a temptation comes up, when a distraction comes up, when you're discouraged, when the enemy is trying to throw things in your path to keep you from doing what God wants you to do, you have to know how to hear from God. You have to know exactly what God's calling you to do. You have to be really crystal clear on what he's saying versus what the enemy is trying to throw in your path. And it'll also help you in other ways, right? Not just when a temptation comes up like this, but when you just have a big decision in your business and learning how to discern what God's telling you to do is going to be so powerful and helpful. And again, if you're interested in the purposeful and profitable mentorship, business mentorship, one-on-one with me for three months, uh, go to mamawithacalling.com slash mentorship, and you'll be able to book a call with me and I'd love to support you. So until next time, I hope that you are encouraged. I hope you are listening to where God's calling you, doing great and wonderful things in this world, making an impact, serving the purpose you're supposed to serve. And I hope that you keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.